Knights to the offensive zone to Donov. Between the legs, pass, White Cloud, scores! Two goals for White Cloud! Because one hour isn't enough, we welcome you back for hour number two of the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show. Works to the middle, he shoots, he scores! What a move from Nittois! 3-1 Golden Knights! From the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas Studios and live at LBSportsNetwork.com with your hosts, Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Revisit what happened today at the Golden Knights uh, return to practice. Uh, who was on the ice? Uh, who wasn't? Uh, a couple of little happenings in and around uh, what Pete DeBoer did with his uh, his group and a fun exercise at the end of the practice as the Golden Knights uh, were skating today. We'll skate again tomorrow, uh, take Sunday off, and then play the Pittsburgh Penguins on Monday. It's the VGK Insider Show along with Ryan Wallace and Chris Chapman. I'm Darren Millard. Uh, let's get to this uh, other story that's uh, making the rounds right now, and it's Nathan McKinnon who's going back to the All-Star game, uh, and he'll be in Vegas uh, <laughs> at the uh, first weekend in February. And Kale McCarr also on the team. Jared Bednar is part of the group uh, for the Colorado Avalanche, representing the Central Division. But McKinnon's not happy. Tell us why, Ryan. Okay, so Nathan McKinnon is not happy that his teammate Nazem Kadri is not going to the All-Star game just yet. Now, Nazem Kadri is part of the uh, last men in, so it's still possible that by the end of the day or whenever this, whenever that voting is, is, is done, Nazem Kadri could be in the All-Star game. And why is it such a big deal? Well, Nazem Kadri has had a phenomenal season, 48 points in 30 games, scoring at an unbelievable clip this year for the Colorado Avalanche. If you're looking at it based on merit, Nazem Kadri should absolutely be in the All-Star game. He's fourth so Nathan in scoring. Had, He's fourth overall. Yeah, he, just, just a phenomenal year for Nazem Kadri. So Nathan McKinnon was asked about that specific thing on on his thoughts feelings about Nazem Kadri not being in the All-Star game and Nathan McKinnon had this to say quote it's silly I don't think every team should send a guy it's an All-Star game not a participation game end quote I love the part about it's an All-Star game not a participation game like take it seriously Mm -hmm. let's go let's reward the guys Uh, let's light it up Uh, I I think that's awesome more guys should uh, should have that take Uh, you can tell that Nathan McKinnon uh, puts uh, significant emphasis on being named to an All-Star weekend and he wants his teammate to be rewarded by it I also think there's some method to this uh, to this outburst by Nathan McKinnon Mm -hmm. you you, Nathan McKinnon stands up at the podium goes you know what he deserves it I think People, let's let's vote him in. Let's let's see if we can vote him in. <laughs> Instead, he takes the grind approach, where sure. he's upset, yeah. and then he basically leaves it up to the Avalanche fans mm-hmm. to to support Nathan McKinnon and his viewpoints, and he he starts a movement for for Nazem Kadri. That's what I think he did, and I think it was very calculated. On behalf of of Nathan McKinnon, so we have to counter that okay. by by getting Jonathan Marcheseau in this game. It's and respond to it. Divisions, I know, different but divisions. but we have to. We still have to. We have to counter it by our enthusiasm and mm-hmm. our 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 um we have. movement of getting of getting our third player involved in the All Star game. The Colorado Avalanche can't roll in here with three skaters and a coach. 
mm-hmm. and the Golden Knights only have two skaters and a coach. That's just <laughs> not fair. We yeah, well, it this, is fair. This market it's, has to respond, on. and we have to make sure that 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 Jonathan Marshall is voted in. Listen, I'm with you in that. John of the Marshall should absolutely be one of the last men into the All-Star game because, as Mark Stone mentioned earlier on in the program, how special would it be for the Golden Knights, for Golden Knights fans, for head coach Pete DeBoer, to be able to put an all-Vegas Golden Knights line on the ice to start the All-Star game. That would be awesome. It would be a great moment, and I think we need to see it happen. So everybody, go and vote for John of the Marshall. But if it doesn't come to be... And it does happen for Nazem Kadri. It that's that's not unfair, Darren. Like that's ridiculous. Yeah, it what, is what unfair. It's your fault. It's n- no, it's not. It Come will on. be your fault if In it doesn't what way? for not supporting this uh, this groundswell. I'm not not supporting it. I just said, hey, listen, if you are a Golden Knights fan and you are listening to this program right now, it is your duty to to vote Jonathan Marchessault so in because it would yeah. be the coolest thing to have three Golden Knights on the ice put out there by the Golden Knights head coach in an All-Star game. That would be awesome. It would be a cool moment, and you should do it. How about Connor skating out to, to center ice doing his little warm-up before the opening face-off, and Stone just skates up and goes, hey, kid, beat it. I mean, we, that'd be fun, too. We got this. I'd be good with Marceau, that. Marceau, Petrangelo, <laughs> we got this. By the way, Lenny's going to jump in just for the opening face-off in goal. Yeah. And then, then he'll tra- change on the fly. But having, want... having that three of them out there for that opening face-off would be one of those, you know, you, you walk around T-Mobile Center, uh, mm-hmm. T-Mobile Arena, and uh, and you see and you, you see those pictures of all the different performances and different events and, and big games and big moments. Uh, that would be one of those pictures that would be on, on the wall, in the, especially in that, that sweet level area. Yeah, for sure. Now, I, I do want to ask you though, Darren, because um, I'm curious. Like philosophically speaking, do you do you agree with Nathan McKinnon that I and and understanding fully that you recognize why there is a representative from every single team at the All Star Game? It's good for business. It just makes sense. But philosophically, do do you agree with Nathan McKinnon that it it should just be the best players in the league this year? And if there's a player on a team that that doesn't fit that criteria, they shouldn't be at the All Star Game. You you want every market to tune into the All Star Game. Sure, sure, understandable. So you, need, you, you need you need if if it's at all possible, you need every team represented. That's that's flat out the way mm-hmm. the way it should be. And when the National Hockey League went to this format of three on three, yeah. It was going to make it very difficult for the dominant teams to be justly represented. And in the case of Nazem Kadri, he's a casualty of this system. I still love this system. I think it's way better than the previous game. And I would mm-hmm. be horrified if they went back to uh, the, the previous game. So I, I like what they, they, they've done with this. And uh, the only team that should really have three players is the host team because you want the, the 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 excitement and and in Vegas you've got the the combination of a host team and one of the best teams in the National Hockey League so uh, to have to have three players would be just fine uh, mm-hmm. but uh, but the the rest of them balance it out and Naz uh, you've had you've had a great year uh, it's been awesome but are you gonna are you gonna bump Kale McCarr from the game because uh, Naz has had a great year no. Are you going to mm-hmm. bump Nathan McKinnon from the game? 
even though like he he hasn't been healthy and and put up the points. But are you gonna are you gonna put Naz in over over Nathan McKinnon? I don't think so. It's just it's it's a it's a product of 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 the system as as much as anything, and 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 uh, a fallout from playing on a really good team. No, I mean the the only argument is, and and looking specifically at the Central Division, and and the only the only real recourse here is you're 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 not putting Clayton Keller over Nazem Kadri, and and I get why you, from Nathan McKinnon's standpoint that is that is just and true, but you know the fact of the matter is you 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 have thirty two. 32 markets that you want invested in this game, and the only way to do that is to have somebody represented from your team. That being said, I think the sentiment from Nathan McKinnon is spot on. There are some players and some teams that are having such bad years that it it, it, it almost feels disingenuous. Okay, who, but who doesn't who doesn't deserve to be there? If we're talking about Nazem Kadri right now, Clayton Keller. Like I'm, I'm sorry. You, you can, you can talk to me until you're blue in the face that there is an Arizona Coyotes player that deserves to be in the game. I don't, ble- I don't believe that for a second. But they're not. They're a terrible team. But mm-hmm. you still have to have have them represented. They're part of the league. Well, you just you asked me who, who, who I would mm-hmm. take out of the All Star game. A- a- any representative from the Arizona Coyotes. I would probably go as far as to say the same thing about the Montreal Canadiens. And that's what I mean. Like, you can't take a, a team just I, out of the mix because they're they're terrible. Are there play like Clayton Keller? Is he is he standing out for you on a terrible Arizona Coyotes team? Probably the best they have. I mean, he's the best they have, but yeah. it's not All Star worthy. Yeah, that's that's the the issue. But he's if he's the best representative that they have, then he deserves to be there. If he's their best player, he deserves to be there. If if you got guys that 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 bail and opt out, well, then your franchise can be omitted. Then you can mm-hmm. go down down the list a, a couple of ways. But if 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 your best player, who you nominate, and and there's a discussion between hockey operations and the National Hockey League and the and the different franchises, uh, especially in, in this case, the the franchises that aren't having a great year, they'll work with them. Like who 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 should we take from your team? Who's had a great year? Who's been who's been like a good uh, foot soldier uh, for the organization? Clayton Keller, mm-hmm. he's he's done awesome. Okay, well we'll we'll, we'll take him because they're 132 of of this this league. They they deserve to be there. Like I, baseball. Heck, you wouldn't have had an all-star participant in for for some franchises for a decade mm-hmm. if if they didn't go. But I don't think that this just because Arizona doesn't have their ducks in a row shouldn't penalize Clayton Keller for for doing and working and 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 producing as much as as he as he has. I I mean I, I just I, I look at I look at his season. It's not an all-star caliber season. Mm. You know, this, you look at Nick Suzuki, like he's the representative for the Montreal Canadiens, 19 points in, in 30, 34 games. Like that's not an all-star caliber season and it doesn't matter. And I get, like, I get the argument. Yes. Best player on the team. Sure. Is he the guy that's coming in day in and day out and giving you everything? Absolutely. But y- y- you have to like, y- you have to understand that the only reason, the only reason Clayton Keller and Nick Suzuki are going to be a part of this team or part of this game is simply because of the fact that every team needs to be represented, not because their seasons are mm-hmm. warranting an all-star placement. And it, not it just, every team just does not need to be represented, 
they just really try and have every team represented. It's because there, it used to be that way where mm-hmm. you're, you, every team was represented. There was an all-star game probably before you were born, now that I think about it. Okay. And Richard Brodeur was the goaltender for the Vancouver Canucks, and he was selected to the all-star game. Mm-hmm. And like three days before the all-star game, they made a trade. And they they acquired John Garrett from the Quebec Nordiques, and he was going to be Richard Berger's backup uh, for the for the rest of the season. Well, the mm-hmm. next night, Berger takes a slap shot off the side of the head and just rips his ear apart. Ooh. He can't play in the All Star game, and yeah. it was midweek then. So you know who went to the All Star game? John Garrett. <laughs> And if memory serves correctly, he had not played a game for for Vancouver, or if he had, he'd played one game for Vancouver up until that point. He'd gone in relief of, of Richard Berdur. Now, here's mm-hmm. the fun part about that, because he you substitute a Richard Berdur with another goaltender from the Vancouver Canucks in the game. Mm-hmm. John Garrett went out and was spectacular in the game. Yeah, to the point. Where they gave away a, a car for the M- NHL MVP uh, of the All-Star game then. Mm-hmm. he It was a no-brainer that he was going to be the MVP of the All-Star game uh, for the for the Wales or for the Camel Conference, and he was going to have the car. Like he was he was parked, he was on the bench, he had the towel around his neck, and he was he had the keys in his hand. Gretzky goes out. And scores four goals on Pelly Lindbergh in the third period. <laughs> and skates by the bench. And d- doesn't do it uh, figuratively, but literally takes the skis out of John's hand. <laughs> and and takes it away. But it was one of the coolest stories. Like, almost John Scott-esque, mm-hmm. but different like john scott was voted in and in in a in a goofy social media push uh yep. which which worked and that's the kind of thing we we, we that same type of push we got to get for jonathan marsh so but uh mm-hmm. but yeah uh every team did have to be represented then now not every team has to be represented they just try and and make sure that uh the most of the clubs uh have a spot because it helps it helps just drive tv ratings too uh, when you're sitting at home and you, you want to watch, okay, well, my player, Clayton Keller's there. I'll watch the NHL All-Star game because we got a guy there. See, I think it's it's one of those arguments where I really don't know, and, and it sounds strange, but I don't really know which side of the fence I stand on because I understand the aspect of every market and every team should be represented. But I also agree with the idea that it is an All-Star game for the fans and the players the fans want to see in the All-Star game should be there as well. But, like, it's not like Kadri's the only guy who's ever gotten snubbed. I mean, I'm looking at, at the list no. of, of, of players, and, I mean, I, I, I love Victor Hedman. I think he's the best defenseman in the league. This is only his third All-Star game. The guy the guy has, it seems like he's won more. I, I want to say it, and I, I don't think it's correct, but I want to oh, say boy. he's won more Norris trophies than he's played in All-Star games. Ha, no, that's not true. Uh, but, oh, but Max Pacioretty is another case. He's yeah. been to one. Now, circumstance, because of uh, they, they weren't going to put two, three players from Montreal on those all-star teams, and they had Carey mm-hmm. Price and they had P.K. Subban. So he got he got buried uh, in that regard uh, in his, his Montreal days. So he, he's only been to one. 
but he would have been able to if you were able to take more than just two players from one team because you're not trying to spread things out to every team. Again, I understand the business economics of why you want a representative of every single team in the All-Star game. I get it, I do, and I'm not even mad at it. I just think that it's it, it, that Nathan McKinnon has a phenomenal point. If you've got a guy right now that's sitting fourth in NHL scoring and having one of the best seasons of his career, and you, you're trying to tell me that the season Clayton Keller's putting in is more impressive or more worthy of an all-star appearance than that, I think you're wrong. You know what's great, though? We're having this conversation because Nathan McKinnon sounded off. Mm-hmm. I think it's awesome that a player cares. Because I, a, I do, there, too. There was a while... Where you could say players wouldn't have, like, they would have been happy not to be selected. Now yeah. now they want to be selected, and they want their teammates to go, and they want to come to Vegas and participate in this cool event with these wild skills competitions and, and the chance to play three-on-three. Three. I think that's a massive boost forward for, for what this event is. Uh, in and around the National Hockey League, and we've made big strides uh, because of it. I, I like. I'm I'm with you. I I do wonder. Like, is is part of that because it's been a minute, right? Like, we, there's there's been a disruption to the NHL's scheduling for the last 22 months. And you you missed out on an All Star game. Like these guys missed out on an opportunity to go. And for Nathan McKinnon, he's been to an All Star game. He knows what it's like to be in that environment to to be able to to talk to guys and pick the brains of of different players throughout the league. Um, you you're, you're dealing with a player that knows exactly how important and special these things are. So you know I, I think you're right. Like I I do appreciate the fact that Nathan McKinnon is fighting for the sanctity of the All-Star game. I, I think that's fantastic. Have you guys ever seen Alexander Ovechkin's stick rack at home? I don't think Yeah, I, 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 I did, yeah. It's okay, pretty so, awesome. So, so he's built a stick rack in his in his house. Okay. And he collects sticks okay. from, from all over the, the hockey world. That's cool. And he, he has hundreds from all these different players. Guaranteed Mark Stone's on his list. If he doesn't already, and I don't know where 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 Ovi and and, and Mark would have crossed paths, but we had Mark Stone on in hour number one. If you missed that yep. that conversation, uh, it's, it's on the podcast. It'll be uploaded uh, right after the show because Chapman does a great job of turning that thing right around and, and getting it up. And uh, I uh, I asked him just are you, are you sentimental? Do you trade things? Do you grab a picture with somebody? Do you do you collect uh, trade a stick or whatever? And he said, I don't know how many people are going to want mine. He's got that big butt end and it's a long stick. But I guarantee you, guarantee you that Ovechkin is going to go after Mark Stone for one of uh, one of his sticks. We'll have to find out after after the yeah. game. But, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's kind of funny because I'm looking at, at the roster for the Central Division. They have so many guys on that roster making their first appearance in an All-Star game. That's actually really cool, like, to think – who, who run it down? All right, so Kyle Connor, Alex Dabrinkit, Kaprizov, Jordan Cairo, Cam McCarr, UC Saros, and Cam Talbot all making their first appearance in oh. an All Star game. I don't know how many Kadri's played in, but I don't think Kadri's played in. So, so he could end up being another first timer in that in that uh, grouping. That's the other thing. McKinnon doesn't know whether he's ever going to do this again, meaning Kadri. So yeah. 
like you're supporting. I think it's great that he supports his teammate. He should support his teammate. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. it'd be a be a better story if he came out and said, "I don't want him there." <laughs> yeah, he's not going to say that. Come on. Now. <laughs> but but no, that that he's going out there and saying that 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 mm-hmm. means it's been a conversation in the room. Oh, for sure. And it's been around and 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 Naz, I know Naz uh, uh, from uh, way back. I know he's a proud guy, and he would have looked forward to it to, to coming here. Or and if he mm-hmm. is selected the last man in, then he'd be he'd be really excited to come here and participate in that because it's a once uh, maybe in a career type thing where you get to do this. Really good players have been to a couple of All Star games because of circumstance, whether it's injury or other players uh, on your team are selected over you. So that's I I, I think that's. Uh, that's a cool thing that, that you've got going with the Colorado Avalanche. And I think we have a beef now with with the writers for NHL.com because I'm looking at their picks, and none of them have selected Jonathan Marcheseau from the Pacific. Pete Jensen picked JT Miller. Dan Rosen selected Troy Terry. And David Satriano also selected Troy Terry. So uh, I, I think uh, we got to take those guys to task. Really? You know them. I think, Darren. So uh, we'll, we'll, we'll push you at, out. You, you could be the Nathan McKinnon of the VGK Insider Show. Hold on. And- Chapman, Chapman. <laughs> at what point in time, in the, like in the future, are you going to stop saying things so assertively that you don't know for sure? Never. Well, no, that, that's not that's not how I roll. That's my that's my. my you story. know him. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I would imagine, you know, Pete Jensen and Dan Rosen, but. I know Dan Rosen. Okay, well, well, we're gonna, we're gonna. You can be the Nathan McKinnon, and you can take. He's Dan one Rosen. of my NHL.com uh, colleagues. Does hey. at the rink podcast. There you go. Uh, I do the chirp. So, do you guys, do you guys know? I just got a great text from Darren Elliott, one of the, our most loyal listeners, the Olympian Darren Elliott, Sarajevo '84. Do you guys know who Peter Buzik is? And it's Peter P E T R and B U Z E K. Peter Buzik. I no. do Czech not Republic. know. Do not know. All right. Well, Peter, he played in the National Hockey League for a few stops. Played Dallas for four games, then got picked up by the Mighty Thrashers, and then finished up his NHL career playing for the uh, for the Calgary Flames. Hmm. Played 63 games his first season uh, with the Atlanta Thrashers. Mm-hmm. At a time when... Every team was represented. This is the year uh, 2000. This would be the 2000 All-Star Game. Peter Buzik was named to the NHL All-Star Game. Nice. Because you had to have, uh, at a time when they they had every team represented. I'm looking up his stats for that year. Yeah, they're good. Oh, no, no. (laughs) Look up the career stats. Oh, I I see those as well. no. No, I did. Five career goals and 14 career assists. All came in that All Star season. No, NHL. His NHL stats. He had nine career goals. Yeah, he's career. Oh, he came 30, back. Yeah, thirty-one points in one hundred and fifty-seven games. <laughs> so that's the most. And and credit Darren Elliott for sending me the text. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll read you. I'm not going to. Uh, I don't think I'm doing anything uh, outside of uh, journalistic integrity lines here. But uh, Darren Elliott sends me the note. Worst best example of every team has to be represented as Peter Buzik from the Atlanta Thrashers. <laughs> then the next text. Who? <laughs> Question mark. Exactly. <laughs> well done, Elliot. Well done. 
That's fantastic. Uh, that's aw- that's awesome. So there's got to be a, a fine line in there somewhere. And that was when they had teams. Like you had the East and the West or the World and the, the North American or whatever the, the, the 2000 uh, game was. But uh, that's, uh, that's an interesting one. Courtesy of Darren Elliott. Uh, when we continue, a little update on what happened at the Vegas Golden Knights practice. And we've got news and notes, uh, one-timers on the way as we'll tell you about uh, a suspension in the National Hockey League and some other NHL buzz. We'll be right back. It's the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Maybe a two-on-one. Petrangelo gets it. He shoots. He scores. It's time for one-timers. One-timers. Short-handed goal. Alex Petrangelo. Quick looks at some of the biggest stories of the day on the VGK Insider Show. One-timers brought to you by the Paul Powell Law Firm. More lawyer, less fee. Let's get into it. And congratulations to Aza Vizran, who made NHL history last night for the Los Angeles Kings. Vizram is the athletic trainer. She worked behind the Kings bench during their win against the Pittsburgh Penguins at Crypto.com Arena. She is believed to be the first woman to ever do so in the NHL, according to the Professional Hockey Athletic Trainer Society. She was uh, promoted to the head athletic trainer last night because of a COVID protocol uh, placement by the other trainers for the uh Los Angeles Kings, and she was elevated from the Ontario reign of the American Hockey League. So that is really cool. Uh, Aisha Vizram, uh, the uh, trainer for the LA Kings last night, first time that uh, that a woman's uh, filled that role. Yeah, it's just awesome. Awesome to see the the, the opportunity. Awesome to see that uh, she was, was serving behind an NHL bench in that capacity, and uh, just a, a really cool story, and hopefully more of it moving forward. The New York Islanders and the New Jersey Devils played last night. Sure I thought did. maybe the, the biggest story out of that would be the fact that New Jersey had an e-bug and he took the lap, the hot lap, uh, last night. Actually, no the e-bug backed up and took the hot lap, no bucket. Uh, so yeah. that was that was cool. But uh, coming out of it, uh, the uh, game featured a suspension to Islanders forward Ross Johnston. Uh, he was uh, penalized three games for an illegal check to the head of Devils forward A.J. Greer. Uh, This might have been the easiest suspension decision in player safety history as he came from a long way away to a vulnerable player who Mm -hmm. was just watching his pass, but still, you don't need to deserve to be belted. Uh, Johnson had plenty of time to change his course and instead finish the check, which was primarily at the head of A.J. Greer. Yeah, I mean, if you you know if you kind of watch a different angle, you could see Johnston more or less change his um, change his trajectory to deliver the hit, um, and had plenty of time to not do it, and and just decided to anyway. Um, yeah, three games that that's that's uh, that's as obvious as you're going to get from uh, from a play in Department of Player Safety. It was it was pretty dirty. Chicago Blackhawks defenseman Calvin DeHaan he's fined twenty five hundred dollars for a dangerous trip last night dangerous trip last night uh, Claude Julian named Canada's coach for the Olympic uh, Winter Games in Beijing Claude yeah. Julian will be the head coach and Shane Doan will be the general manager Claude Julian fills uh, the role that was previously going to be held by John Cooper and Shane mm-hmm. Doan steps in place of Doug Armstrong I can't I think it was the after curfew guys uh, mm-hmm. that podcast they put out a list of, of Team Canada's roster, and mm-hmm. I and a few other people actually fell for it. 
you're just you're skimming through it and you're like because there was just enough a couple of names where you go oh that makes sense and then he went through it and went no nope 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 because i saw that guy Uh, that guy ain't playing in two weeks Mm -hmm. uh Mm -hmm. but uh but team canada uh will get around to uh, naming its roster uh shortly uh, remember it was going to be pete DeBoer was uh, and misha donskov were going to be assistants on team canada with nhl participation that's not going to happen now jeremy colleton from the mm-hmm. chicago blackhawks formerly of the chicago blackhawks nolan baumgartner who was just uh, an assistant coach with the vancouver canucks and let go and dietrich have been named uh, the assistants for uh, team canada uh, canada's first game at the olympics will be against germany and not they don't really say exactly when they're going to name their uh, their team, but I believe it will be before the Olympic Games open. Hmm. Yeah, probably. Um, <laughs> that got a chuckle out of Chapman. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's it's funny because okay, so I also had a moment earlier today when I came across the tweet from Missing Curfew, yeah. and it took me all of. One, two, three, four, five names in to to say, okay, this is this is not this yeah. is not legit. But you're, you're yeah. looking at it going, okay, yeah, yeah. Wait, no. Yeah, way. I was like, I was like, oh, Mason McDavish, okay, cool. Connor Bedard, oh, okay, got it. And then uh, there were, and then literally everything else. So it was it was quite funny. Because I well follow done. I follow Jordan Tutu on Twitter right, and Instagram, yeah. Uh, yeah. and and I keep track of uh, of what he's up to. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, geez, I, I don't, I haven't seen anything about him training. Yeah, nothing. Wow, that's so, like, impressive. The Mike Richards thing had me for Mike a moment. Richard, yeah. yeah, yeah, had me for a moment. Then I was like, no, no, okay, I get it, I get it. So good on them. Uh, Pavel Buchnevich was placed into <laughs> COVID protocol. He'll uh, miss the next couple of games. Uh, what else do we have here? Uh, he, Buchnevich joins Tarasenko, Shen, Peron. And uh, Preko and Previch, uh in COVID protocol. So I feel like St. Louis has been hit harder than anybody else with COVID protocol. And I can't believe, and I say this half tongue-in-cheek, half mm-hmm. serious, mm-hmm. that they still have players who haven't been placed in, in protocol this year. Because they've, they've gone through the entire roster. They've had games postponed, and they've had uh, so deep into their into their organization. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy, um, but yeah, you know, for for St. Louis, you're you're absolutely right. Like, it is pretty surprising that there are players that that, that have not um, been placed in the protocol because you you look at the the number of players that have been, and it, it seems like you you would have just kind of gotten to that point um, by by chance. So, um, yeah, pretty pretty crazy what's going on right now for the St. Louis Blues with, with COVID protocol. Mitch Marner's coming back for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, Pierre Engvall as well. Uh, they should be able to play against those St. Louis Blues uh, tomorrow. Alexander Ovechkin, nothing COVID-related, but uh, he uh, missed practice uh, Thursday because of an upper body injury. I call that scoring too much, and uh, his arms are sore from celebrating. But yeah. uh, he, he did practice, uh, or they, he's, he's a game-time decision. Uh, for tomorrow night, and uh, Kirill Kaprizov back for the the Minnesota Wild against the the Anaheim Ducks. All of a sudden, Minnesota against Anaheim is a big game in the Western Conference. Sure is, sure is. At the hurt, uh, at first he said the hit wasn't very pleasant when he took the hit the other day, but uh, he was a little bit nervous 
the first couple of days, but now it feels uh, a lot better. Isn't that the, the worst? Like when you get a pain or, or you do something, and you're like, uh, this could be really bad. Like you do something and you have to take those those deep breaths. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just yeah. me and my klutziness. Where I'm no, like, uh, no, no, this no. Could there... be This could be really bad. Yeah, there are moments for sure when you get uh, injured and it could be, you know, just getting out of bed in the morning for you, Darren, or, you know, like rolling over just any. Yeah. Anything, anything that happens in your life that uh, you fall, you, you might hurt a hip and all of a sudden your your whole day is ruined. But um, yeah, it, it's weird because there are those moments when shortly after you get hurt, you start to think to yourself, OK, this is uncomfortable. How bad is this? How how long is this thing going to take me? And then, you know, over a couple of days, maybe you start to feel better, and all of a sudden you say, oh, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was. But there are moments shortly after getting hurt where your mind can go to a pretty pretty dark place because it, it hurts and it hurts bad. Okay, here's the opposite. Connor mm. Brown of the Ottawa Senators. Yeah. He's out right now after being injured in the game against the Calgary Flames. But this this is just wild to me. This I could not be a professional athlete if this is what it takes to be a professional athlete. Okay. Connor Brown took a puck in the pregame warm up last night. Okay. Yep. Didn't end up being that bad. Played the game. <laughs> Nineteen twenty eight of ice time with a goal oh. and an assist. Wow. At the end of the game, he's diagnosed with a broken jaw, Ooh. cracked jaw. And he's out. Wow. Plays 20 minutes of ice time. Yeah. I rip a contact. I'm gone four to six weeks. What, what, do, you, what do you mean if you rip a contact? If I rip a contact, I there's no way. that That's not an actual part of your body, Dad. I know. But I still, like, if I put that thing in and, it, and it's painful, I'm gone. Wow. Four to six weeks. And this guy played with a broke. I'm not proud to say that I'm soft. I've never been more embarrassed. I wish I had a drop that that, like called you a wuss or something. I'm not proud that I don't handle pain. That's not something to be proud of. I wish I could. I wish I was stronger than that, but I'm not. Mm. And Connor Brown goes out there and he plays 19 minutes with a broken jaw. Jeez. Also want to mention that, uh, that our men's league team made its debut last night. I didn't play. Uh, but 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 we, we lost badly, and our goalie was good. So we we're, we're, we may have to start holding some open tryouts. Are we going to do score? this dance every morning? My feet are sore. Uh, let's just say <laughs> we uh, thanks, Pete. Uh, let's just say because uh, we have connections with the rink and we know the people that that run the scoreboard, mm-hmm. we we got the we got them to stop adding Turn numbers. We nice. got. Well, the scoreboard continued to run. We just yep. got them to stop adding to their total. Turned off goals. Well done. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, and they only had six guys, and they, they beat us. So we're going we're gonna to have a team meeting, and we're going to deal with this thing. Darren Elliott's going to handle it. Adam Seems Miller's like you need to show it. up for your team. Yeah, I was busy last night. Okay. Sleep. Well, I, I was on the morning show with uh, the Maroon this morning. Yeah. For like 10 yeah. minutes. Me? Oh, you, you filled no, no. in? Yeah. Oh. He was on for a while. I didn't know that. Yeah, I did the three hours with the maroon. And then you're you're back here for another two hours. Doing another two hours. Wow, listen. Thank you. Thank you. And I think I'm bringing it pretty good today. 
Yeah, yeah, I, I would agree. It's been a good day for you. Yeah, it's been a good day for you. No, no, uh, throwing throwing the the rating system for the show under the bus. I, yeah, that's a, that's that's, there's, a, that's because there's no game. There's, to yeah, that's, that's the only chapping. reason uh, because there there hasn't been any games. Uh, that that game, by the way, Minnesota and Anaheim that I mentioned, it's three one, Minnesota. Uh, Vegas has got a lot of help lately. Have you guys noticed that around the league? Where yeah. Team like I know LA won last night. But uh, the Calgarys and the Edmontons, the Minnesotas, uh, they, they've got a bit of help uh, to help maintain. Maybe when they come back off this five-day break, might still be in first place. Those are your one-timers brought to you by the Paul Powell Law Firm. Uh, more lawyer, less fee. Uh, your one-timers for Friday, January hmm, On Fox Sports Las Vegas, Chris Chapman. Catching up with Chapman's next. When the guy wouldn't stop talking, we had no choice but to give him his own segment. It's time for Catching Up with Chapman. Chapman. Hi, Darren. The family of Peter Buzik called. They're not happy with you. No, no. Saying you're making fun of his all-star game appearance in the 2000. Zero goals, zero points for the world team as they beat the North American team 9-4. Could have gone either way. Yeah, sounds like it. So uh, I was worried that you were going to use this in your uh, one-timers, but fortunately uh, you did not. But uh, no, that's a that's a backhanded way of saying I missed something. No, no, I I because you generally encounter so much mm-hmm. that there's always a chance that that you may use it. So uh, last night in the Kings game, Dustin Brown had a goal and an assist, and in the process recorded career point number seven hundred. And 701, that's good for seventh all-time on the L.A. Kings all-time scoring list. He's 57 points behind Bernie Nichols. He's got a long way to go before he catches Gretzky with 918. Then, obviously, Kopitar over 1,000 with 1,033. Dave Taylor, 1069. Luke Robitaille, 1154. And Marcel Dion with 1307. So, uh, You want to know the biggest compliment that I can give Dustin Brown? And this is a legitimate compliment. I didn't think he'd reach 600. Because I thought he was done. I thought he was yeah. done. And he and he came back. He, he, he found a different gear. And he has been awesome the last three, yeah. four years. And uh, I give him all the credit in the world. Because uh, there was a point where, I mean, they took the captaincy away from him. It just like he, he'd run out of the fuel because he played the game hard. And and sacrificed yeah. his body, and and he came back. That that's a real uh, impressive stat. Getting to seven hundred. He's also the all-time uh, career leader in games played for the Kings with twelve sixty-six. So uh, I'd say he's had a really good career. The the funny thing is, um, Darren, you're you're absolutely right. Like the 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 best compliment is is that you didn't think he'd get to to six hundred, and here he is at seven hundred yeah. points. But you know, for me, I think it's the fact that he's going to play out this this contract, right? Like when the contract was signed after the Stanley Cups, when you, you get to a point where everyone starts to think, ooh, okay, by, by age 34, age 35, it's it's looking like this contract is, is headed to a buyout. The fact that there's just this last year left on his contract and he's going to play that one out and play it out for the LA Kings – that's pretty awesome for Dustin Brown. If it wasn't so punitive, he would have been bought out. Mm-hmm. But it cost them so much that they had to try and get through one or two more years. And then he found his game. Yeah. Uh, that uh, yeah. That's a real uh, cool accomplishment. Uh, well done on catching up with Chapman. I try. I try. And uh, I'll I know just, you do. I'll it's, just say... 
fighters tomorrow too. So it's a it's a, it's a competition. It's not just a participation moment. Yes, like yes. The NHL All Star game. I felt like sometimes I was lacking, so I had to I had to step it up a notch and bring my A game. And, uh, uh, an adjustment uh, for the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, tomorrow's practice will be an off ice workout, and on Sunday there will be a practice. So a bit of a switch in that. Uh, tomorrow, off-ice workouts. So if you're planning on going to the Golden Knights practice tomorrow, switch your schedule to Sunday uh, at 11 a.m. I like to keep Mike and everybody uh, up to date on that. Saw Mike, saw Cat, saw everybody down at practice today. Didn't see Chapman. No, no. Just going to say, didn't see Chapman. No, that's an underhanded As way walked, of saying uh, I don't go or, to practice. Well, today. Yeah. You're at practice a lot. Yes, I am. Yes. But, but I was just meaning today. And my uh, my we don't have a show on Monday. For right. ML- MLK Day, and uh, Mrs. Chapman will be making her second ever uh, appearance at a Golden Knights game. Ironically, the first game she saw was the Philadelphia Flyers. This time, she's going to see the Penguins. So, why, uh, why, where's the irony? Because there's the only two teams from Pennsylvania in the NHL, and those are the only two games that she's been. I'm not to. sure that's ironic. Okay, well, it's something. Coincidence. <laughs> uh, thanks Coincidence. to Mark Stone for yeah. stopping by. Uh, that was cool. If you missed uh, that conversation, it'll be on the podcast. Uh, go back and listen to our number one. Uh, we will uh, chat with you again, I guess, uh, with a pregame show on Monday night ahead of the Pittsburgh Penguins and the Vegas Golden Knights uh, on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Have a great weekend.